that. Today's guest is Steve Pope. So Steve is a firefighter that is trying to raise awareness for PTSD through golf. Uh, Steve, how are you? You okay? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on your show. Yeah, thank you for joining us. So as I said, so you, you're a firefighter yourself and basically what you try to do is bring awareness um, for PTSD that uh, firefighters uh, are suffering with and you're going to do that through golf. So just tell us a little bit more about that. Tell us a little bit about your kind of backstory of how you kind of wanted to start to do that and, and how it's going right now. All right, so I'm a firefighter in Kansas City, Kansas, uh, middle of the United States and been 26 years. So I've seen a lot of things that have affected me. Um, even if it's not that length of time, someone can be affected early, early on in the firefighting career with something they've seen. Having said that, to answer your question. So I started all this social media blitz in 2020 of January uh, with the YouTube channel, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook as my way of keeping this subject relevant. Um, someone can do a news story on me or something for the local news or the paper and it's lost in a week. So this is my way of staying relevant to help my brothers and sisters in the firefighter profession. But not only that, it's grown into the first responders and, and I'll get into that here in a second, how it's grown into that. But what led to it, Alex, was in 2017, a friend of mine that I play golf with just went through our peer support program and we were out on the golf course and that 40 hour program that they go through um, teaches them a lot to what can affect first responders, firefighters. And I, I was talking to him, his name's Ryan Johnson about, you know, I just yelled at my son and went off on him for no reason and not knowing why. So he goes, Steve, you don't realize what this job has done to you. And at that time over about 21 years, and it started to put things in perspective for me and got me being more self-aware of how I was being when I came home from the job. And I started my own journey, mm -hmm. which it took a while, obviously, to lead to starting all this three years. But that's what started the process was my own self-awareness. I use that word a lot in my videos. Um, and so I started doing my own research in that time period. And I thought, how can I give back? to my brothers and sisters, but also heal myself. Mm -hmm. And that was doing the social media stuff was one way I felt I could do that to bring that awareness that needs to be out there every day. Because if I can help one person, I've already helped. Uh, I wouldn't say help, but been in contact with somebody from Australia that was a nurse wow. and, in, the, in the army down there and, and, and told me that it's real. And that, you know, he loves what I'm trying to do. Just like you mentioned, there's been a couple of people from the UK that have contacted me that are firefighters and, and obviously around the United States, they've contacted me and, and I've loved, I've helped people locally as well in the sense of they've reached out and said, Hey man, I love what you're doing. I love your stories because they're real. And that's all I'm trying to be is real. I'm trying yeah. to be vulnerable. Uh, let people know that's real. The vulnerability is okay. It's okay to be vulnerable. You're not alone and stay self-aware are kind of my mantras. So having said that, 
to where it's at now. I don't know if you have any questions now to ask and what I've said. No, or... I mean, I, I was going to really jump in just to, obviously you mentioned the YouTube there and the social media, just so everybody can go and check that out if they're not already following you. So on YouTube, it's uh, Firefighter Golf. And then on Instagram, it's firefighter underscore golf. Um, I mean, I was just going to jump in and obviously, first of all, say kudos to you. I mean, it's incredible what, you, what you're doing. Um, and I was going to ask a little bit more information, but I'll let you, I'll let you kind of continue with that first and kind of finish off. And uh, I'll jump in with, with the questions. Okay. So for the people that know about golf, um, I had a local pro here in Kansas City reach out to me. And uh, he saw what I was doing on social media. And... It was just, just as simple as clapping on a hole-in-one he got at a local backyard golf course here. It's a seven-hole golf course. I have that video on my channel of me playing at that golf course. The connection with that golf course is dear to me because the guy that owns it, his dad owned that property, and he was a firefighter that I worked with. Well, his dad's deceased now, but Zach, who owns the property, built this backyard golf course, seven holes, with his buddies. It's an amazing place. Wow. And I've, I've taken some of my first responders over there and they love it. Anyway, I'll get into more of that later, but he got a hole in one on this, some guy's backyard golf course. And I clapped simple as that with engagement. I mean, just mm -hmm. like you contacted me, you saw what I'm doing. So it's been awesome networking with people. So we met for lunch. His name is Andy Fisher and he's the uh, president of the PGA of America's Midwest section. There's 41 sections across the country of, of the United States. And as you know, PGA of America, it, it hosts the PGA championship. So, yep. mm -hmm. but, but they do their charity arms and PGA hope is the military side of what, as you can see my logo here, the first responder golf foundation is doing now. So with his guidance, with his vision, he said, let's do something for the first responders. I love what you're doing for the firefighters, but Let's encompass it for the first responders. I said, yes, I'm, I'm even willing to do stuff for the military with this too. But anyway, mm -hmm. that's where it's led to me applying for the not-for-profit, getting approved by uh, the United States IRS. And, and now I'm hosting my first tournament. Irony of you and me talking here, it's on Monday, August 9th coming up. So Nice, okay. It, it's the foundation tournament going to raise money for what's called PAR events, which is Peers and Rapport. We, the, the acronym for golf with par mm -hmm. and it's just about and i've hosted two of those events um where it's just about getting first responders together on the golf course um playing golf and then you have a meal afterwards and you can talk about things if you want but everyone that's coming to them knows why they're there so mm -hmm. um it's been awesome getting the foundation going kind of with the blueprint of the pga hope like i mentioned and that's you know covid's kind of thrown a wrench into a lot of things with meeting with more of the PGA people, but eventually, hopefully we can get this growing across the country, yep. um, around the world eventually, and, and help as many people as I can, so. Awesome. So, I, I mean, I've got a bunch of different kind of questions and rabbit holes I could go down here, but trying to maybe talk a little bit about the problem itself, first of all, then, so we can kind of relate, maybe, or well, people can relate to, to, you know, your experience in it and what is happening. So, the thing we're talking about, we're talking about people that are still in service normally as firefighters or first responders, or is it happening with people that maybe retire from the, the job and then are experiencing things after, or does it tend to be a, a mixture? And what sort of stuff is it, in your opinion, that is maybe causing this? Is it particular, you know, accidents that have happened during the, the line of duty, or is it something else? 
Well, great questions there, Alex. Um, I've even had a couple of retired firefighters come to my PAR event. And one of the videos on my YouTube channel uh, has one of those retired firefighters talking about his problems from when he was on the job and the problems he does not have anymore now that he's off the job. And that was alcohol. Okay. He don't drink. He don't drink as much now that he's off the job. He barely drinks at all, he told me. So he, he, so, was, he was drinking to cope with the job? Yes. Okay. So you have that you have that substance abuse problem. Now my story, you can see some of my stories on Instagram and where I'm talking on video and, and YouTube. But my story to tell your listeners now is you heard me talk about coming home and yelling at my son. Now I was doing that to my my stepdaughter and my wife and sometimes interactions with friends. Um it, it's called irritability and anger that PTSD can cause. And mm -hmm. what causes a lot of that, whether it's substance abuse or God forbid, dying by suicide is called allostatic load. So okay. over time, all these things build up. Now I've come across people that have told me their stories that, you know, they, like you mentioned, an accident that they've seen has stuck with them mentally. They've had nightmares about it. I don't have those. I'm trying to tell my story. And if those people want to come on my channel or on my Instagram and tell their story because they might hit home with someone, hopefully that ends up happening. Mm -hmm. um, I tell their story like that, like I just told you, without telling their name, because that stuff might hit home with somebody. But sure. he told me he got help. He recognized it early in his career. And the good thing about him is he was able to tell his fiance at the time, years ago, that I have PTSD and here's why. And she mm -hmm. was able to understand it and they were able to deal with it and have a good relationship. My instance was my family lived my PTSD. Mm -hmm. They were walking around on eggshell at home when I was at home for my two days off. Because in Kansas City, Kansas, we work one day, then we're off for two days. Okay. And so during those two days, they loved, they told me, she told me, I loved it when you were at work. Now that, you know, she told me that many times, but it never hit home until mm -hmm. I started going through my self-awareness. And I've shared that story with, with social media and uh, had a local firefighter reach out to me here. His wife saw the video and told him, that's you. And he contacted me. And him and I uh, got together with th this uh, horsemanship program that deals with veterans and first responders where you just get away dealing and you, you train, you, you work with horses, let's say. So yep. it's kind of on the same line of what I'm doing. Let's just play golf. Let's get away. Mm -hmm. Let's be brothers and sisters, and uh, hopefully that helps using golf. Yeah, and so in terms of the actual problem itself, then um, I mean, is it something whereby I mean, in terms of you raising awareness, right? Is this just to raise awareness in general, or is this about the fact that people maybe know that they've got this issue and they just are too embarrassed to kind of come out with it and talk about it? I, I perfect question again. That that's what it's about. You know, there's a mindset in, in first responder field that be, be tough guys, be tough gals. And cause there's a lot of women in the fire service now, and it, they're just afraid to be looked down upon. Um, so that's my mission. That's part of the mission is just to bring awareness that it's okay to, to talk I, about it. I, I imagine it's, it's kind of like double as doubly difficult when, as you mentioned there, you, you, in a role like a, a firefighter or a, a policeman or a police person or, you know, in the army where, you know, you're basically like a, an unsung hero, right? And then 
to show that weakness, it must be even more difficult than say just a, a general Joe Bloggs that works in the local, you know, uh, store um, because they're supposed to be heroes, aren't they? So it's difficult to then show that weakness. Right. I mean, when we're at work, you know, we don't show that weakness. I feel, um, you know, we come back, sit at the table, we talk about the call, you know, we joke around. That's one way to, to get through what we just saw. Not, we don't joke about the call. We just joke in general, poke at each other, have fun. And that's how we deal with it. But we nowadays in the last few years, we sit down and we talk about and hopefully talking about it in a non-joking way helps us overcome mm -hmm. with the process that's going through our mind. Because for me, with my story, it was, you know, my jaw would hurt, um, the stress. And again, I didn't realize it was happening. I didn't understand what was happening. So there could be those people out there they're going through the same thing. And me telling my story is, you know, that's, that's me. When sure. I get to the golf course, Alex, boom, I'd relax. Yeah. For those four or five hours. So, I mean, you, you touched on a couple of points before in terms of maybe symptoms, I guess, of, of when it starts to happen. But for anybody that's maybe not as, uh, you know, now knowledgeable about this as you, uh, but maybe suffering, what would you say the normal kind of symptoms are then? What, what, kind of warning signs should people be looking for that maybe work in these these types of stressful jobs um where they're experiencing these kind of things that you guys do again i'll, I'll touch on the irritability um anger issues lashing out to your loved ones is a, is a lot of the, of the of the signs and symptoms um you know substance abuse mm -hmm. it drives them to, to that um kind of isolating yourself from your family and friends. Um, that's, that's another sign. You know, there's a lot of good stuff out there for people to look up. And, you know, my mission at first wasn't, wasn't necessarily to here, go talk to this person, but through this journey and through networking with people like yourself and other people have seen my videos at my golf tournament, there's going to be a couple of mental health places there that are going to be there for people if they need to talk. Mm -hmm. You know, because that they, they know what they're coming to the tournament for. Well, here's these people. Just grab a card from them. Reach mm -hmm. out to them later. So those are kind of the signs and symptoms for people that might be reluctant um, or wondering, like myself, oh, I'm fine. I, I'm dealing with distress. Just, there's no stress in this profession. Um, I love the job. And it's like, you know, it, it, it piles up on people then they don't even realize it. Or like you mentioned, sure. we mentioned earlier, don't want to admit it. Sure. So, I mean, obviously, with what you're doing, then it's to try and, you know, meet people and, and talk about these kind of things while in a relaxed environment like golf, I guess. But I mean, if, if you want to touch on it, of course, and, and you can go into as much or little detail. But what was the kind of recovery process or, or the process for you that helped you deal with this and, 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 you know, maybe not get rid of it, but live with it? Well, you know, like I said, with my, my buddy, Ryan Johnson, mentioning what he did about not realizing what this job was doing to me. And it made, it made perfect sense. Cause there was like a, I've been a captain now for coming up on 10 years and that takes on a different role of stress, uh, mm -hmm. being in charge of people. Um, and so that probably paid, played a part. Um, and I didn't realize it was causing those issues within the role of my family, uh, some of my friends. So it led me to just start being self-aware I read some things about PTSD. And one thing I did read, I know I used to always be demanding of my, my family, um, especially the kids. 
And, you know, when you're, when I'm at work, if you get an order from someone, you do it Sure. in that profession and kids would question it. And I could, I couldn't, and that's been a problem. I've watched a couple of webinars with our uh, local, not local, but nationwide union puts on these webinars and I had a female firefighter talking about the same thing I am. And it hit home that she said she couldn't separate her work life to her home life. And so like, like I'm saying, I would bring that home and, and lash out at them. Mm-hmm. So what I read was instead of like barking orders at them, say something like, uh, my son's name is Riker. I'd say, Riker, I'd like you to do this for me because then it makes them feel like they're fulfilling something for you instead of sure. an order. And so I just slowly started learning those things and, and it helped. And, uh, you know, to touch on some other things, you know, a lot of people have a past. And so my past is I grew up in an alcohol environment with both parents. They got a divorce, but then got remarried back to each other. So all that stuff played an effect with my PTS issues. Sure. And I've been going to counseling to understand how all that affected me and, and still affects me. Um, so lately, it's just for like a year and a half now, especially since I've started this journey and learning and talking to clinical psychologists and other people that have gone through the same thing. Um, it's just been a healing process for me too. Not, not only the golf, when I play golf, I just got back from Bandon Dunes, a world-class golf resort with seven guys. And it was just an amazing time mm-hmm. um, using the game of golf to relax and decompress and, and reinvigorate back into everyday life. And so that's mm-hmm. my goal is using my love for the go- game of golf because I coach high school golf here and uh, for the boys oh, and nice. girls in my lo- local community. So I'm always trying to grow the game as well. And um, I mean, I know I got off tangent there a little bit, but. Uh, no, you know. no, please do. Please do. I mean, it's, a, it's an incredible story. So with, with the golf itself, then, I mean, you, you mentioned it briefly there. You're obviously doing these trips with, with other people. But what made you, apart from loving the game, what made you use golf as the, as the kind of way to connect with people and, and try and, you know, be able to speak to people through golf? I mean, was there something in that that you think is, is, is helping these people? Is it, again, all being in a relaxed environment together on a golf course and people just chatting about their experiences and how they deal with it? Uh, or is there other reasons why, why golf is so good for, for helping with this? Well, kind of a backstory again, why I got, why I chose to use golf and, and use the YouTube platform because YouTube will meet, will branch out to the world. Mm-hmm. So, so does Instagram, but you have to be a follower and find me and sure. but YouTube people can just search it. They can do the same on Instagram, but Facebook's different. I can be private on there. And, but why I chose YouTube was because being a golf coach, I try to find videos that might help each individual kid because they all are built different and swing different. And I came across, um, I'm not sure if you know who GM golf is. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and good, good golf. So they live here yeah. near me. Yeah. Those guys that just did the, did the hole in one recently. Uh, Matt, yeah. I forget, I forget his second name. Show off. Is it? Sharp, yes. Sharp, yeah. 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 Those guys are cool. So I was on one of their videos, if you didn't uh-huh. know that. I think I did see that. Yep. And so they're from the Kansas City area. Now they live in Dallas doing their good, good thing. And, and they're good, good kids. But what that did being on their YouTube channel was put me in contact with probably like, I'd say a dozen first responders. And that's what I knew it would probably do. Just because of the so, reach that it got via their channel. Exactly. Wow. And I've been in contact with other YouTube YouTubers across the country, and I'm going to be 
trying to meet up with them because I know it will spread the mission. The mission is the main goal. Any money I make off YouTube is going right back into the mission. It's going to help me travel. It's going to help me do what I just mentioned about playing golf with other YouTubers. So, um, yeah, if I make a good amount of money off YouTube and I can retire eventually sooner, that allows me to do this mission full time. It's kind of hard to raise a family and coach high school golf and, and still do the profession. But so that led me to thinking I, I saw Garrett from GM golf doing his videos. And it's just like, man, this is, this is something I, I would like to do to spread the seriousness of, of PTS and in, in the first, especially firefighters, but first responders, I have some police officer friends that I've talked to suffer from the same stuff. So um, that's what led to all that is, is watching all those videos from my high school kids coming across GM golf and Garrett's stuff. And just said, I think I can do that. Now, a lot of trepidation went into it, Alex. I, yeah. I didn't know how to film. I didn't know how to edit. So I had to sure. learn all this stuff, but luckily YouTube has videos for that. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I want to move on to that next a little bit in terms of the content for those again, that don't kind of follow you, what sort of content are you trying to put out at the moment with, with the golf? Um, you know, I noticed, for example, you do a lot of just kind of match play situations where you played against other people. Um, so what sort of content are you, are you trying to put out there at the moment? So, you know, when I first started, it was just about, I play with three or four other firefighter friends and another buddy of mine, Jim, who's been on the channel that's been part of our group for several years. And so I just was putting out videos and with me talking at the beginning or the middle about how real PTS is. So it's just, you know, getting the word out. Mm -hmm. And then as the channel grew and I'm watching, you know, GM golf and, and golf holics and, and other YouTube people, even, you know, Rick Shields over there and, and yeah. guys over there and, you know, trying to learn better ideas to keep people engaged because, Ultimately, like I mentioned, yeah, I'd, I put a lot of time and money into this. If I could get any back, it goes back into the mission. So I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to film better with different cameras. And so there's the content as far as that goes. Now, I like to showcase golf courses because I think that's, I know when I travel somewhere, I love seeing a video on YouTube about a golf course yep. and, so, and someone playing it. And so I try to do that as well. Um, I've traveled the abandoned dune stuff will be coming out in a couple of weeks. I'll be getting that out over a, a month and a half period of all their courses that I played out there. So it's, it's about growing the game of golf, showcasing these golf courses, but having the matches like that, you know, I, it, it, I'm 50 years old, so I'm not, <laughs> I love what GM golf and good, good does with the fun stuff, but that's not me. Um, you know, I, I try to have fun with some of the content as far as the matches, but other than that, it's just about the mission um, and growing the game of golf too. Yeah. And what sort of future content have you got? Can we expect that? I know you talked a little bit about the trip you've just done. Um, what other trips have you got lined up at the moment? What other golf courses, stuff like that are you, are you planning on going to? Well, so this content will get me through the next like six weeks. Um, and then I'll get some local stuff done again. Um, and, and hopefully at my golf tournament, I'm giving away, uh, play golf with 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 me on my YouTube channel for one of the people that want to have an auction for it, and mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be at the Falcon Lakes course that I play all the time. But you know, it'll be a fun little. Hopefully, a firefighter or a police officer does that, and that would be cool to if they want to be videoed and talk about their story. But Golf Holics, I don't know if you're familiar with them. They're from San yep. Diego, mm -hmm. and 
the irony there is one of the guys I met from being on the GM golf video has been out there and he's a firefighter near Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. And I'm going to be going down to Atlanta eventually, hopefully to do uh, talk about what I'm talking with you tell about the story and, and the, and the foundation. And hopefully he can start uh, a branch down there if you want to call it and be the ambassador for it down there and get it growing down there. Kind of like, like, like what I said with the PGA of America having 41 sections, you know, mm -hmm. I'm just going to have to, going to have to move forward without their guidance. Because again, we haven't been able to meet because of COVID and sure. PGA professional schedules are busy um, at these clubs. So that could be some content with him and I playing down there. And then the golf holics, he's put me in contact with them. I'm eventually be on their channel. Cause I know, you know, their type of clientele are, you know, they're 40 years old, mm -hmm. would be more in the line of watching and, and maybe follow my mission. And, and, uh, there's also, uh, I had a Hollywood stunt man reach out to me. I, I had a video with him on my channel. His name's oh. Kevin, Kevin Durr. Okay. He's got his own channel now, but so, you know, who dude perfect is. Yeah. Yeah. Dude perfect. Mm -hmm. Well, he, he has a friend who has another channel like dude perfect that has eight nine million followers sure but his friend brian has his own uh, golf youtube channel called exterior golf mm -hmm. so they're in california up near hollywood and i hope to eventually get out there and film with them because again that will bring more eyes to the mission and spread it to people that uh, hopefully will see it and tell their friend who's a firefighter or a police officer and say man you gotta you gotta follow this guy um yeah. his story's real so that's what it's all about is Hopefully, you know, we'll be doing some other traveling to, so my whole start of this was to travel and play golf with firefighters until mm -hmm. the first responder part came along. Well, now I want to travel and play with police officers, firefighters, whoever contact me. So the goal of the, of the foundation now is to, let's say a tragedy happens across the country as, as the foundation gets out, you know, with, with help from someone like yourself that I can travel and play golf with like, for example, in, in here in the state of Kansas, we had a firefighter in a town that's three hours away die, but they brought his crew brought him back. So he's oh, alive, wow. but that's traumatic to the crew. Mm -hmm. So hopefully as it grows, I can contact their department heads down there and say, I'm going to come down and play golf with anybody that likes to play golf. See, and, and there's a problem. Not every, everybody likes to play golf, but, you know, just come play golf, get away. I don't care how good or bad you are of a golfer. Let's just play and build camaraderie and brotherhood. And so that's the, the mission as it grows and more money comes in is to allow me to travel and play with, with people that uh, go through a tragedy, whether it's something they saw with a family member, mm -hmm. um, you know, or a call that they ran that kids dying in a car crash, for example, is never good to see. Um, just whatever it might be because each person handles things differently and then sure. i can reach out and say i'm here to play golf i'll travel and the foundation will pay for it yeah and so for I'll, people, I'll, sorry go, no, no go ahead steve sorry i was gonna say i'll fly people to kansas city mm -hmm. and put them up in a hotel we'll just go play golf and have a meal and build brotherhood sisterhood so i mean i think with things like that as well it's just a snowball effect once it gets going um so yeah i'm sure it will it will soon take off but 
just before we let you go, for people like myself then or anybody watching this, anybody following you now that's going to start following you, hopefully, what can we do to better spread the word, to better help you out? Um, yeah, to, to basically raise more awareness for you. Well, you are doing a wonderful job here having me on your podcast. That's going to that's gonna help immensely, I hope, even if it's, you know, to, you know, again, around the world, the UK followers that you have, um, it, it's, I have a website out there for the first responder called firstrespondergolf.org. And there's a donation button uh, through PayPal. So that's one way people can help because that money goes towards the PAR events. And then when I travel to do, to reach out to people, once that grows, like you said, the snowball effect um, yep. to help people that way um, or travel to Georgia and speak upon the foundation and play golf with some firefighters down there or police officers, whatever we can round up. And uh, you know, the hard part is getting people to, admit or want to admit that they have a problem there there's where it lies but to answer your question is you know i get off on tangents there because i love talking about it mm -hmm. and is the foundation website you can donate that way or anybody that's seeing this just say hey to your first responder brothers sisters that you know um go follow this guy go follow his foundation go follow the firefighter golf and the first responder golf foundation stuff. And, and cause I'll have some videos coming out, Alex, what I'm doing at my tournament, I'm not playing in it. I'm going to, I'm actually going to be oh, you're just hosting. Eight. So I'm going to host, but I'm okay. going to play in a roundabout way. Okay. So on hole number eight is a par three and it's only gonna be like 140 yards and it's going to be a beat the host gambling hole. And so each team that comes through, I get to meet them. I get to greet everyone. Cause I don't know everyone that's playing in the tournament personally. Sure. And I want to, have a way I'm going to have those uh, I'm going to have those mental health tables set up at that hole I'm going to have the first responder uh, shirt and apparel stuff um, there for sale I'm going to have some challenge coins uh, with the logos for firefighter for first responder and my firefighter golf on each side one on each side to sell to raise money for the par events and and so I also have challenge coins made for the par events with par on one side and then the, lo the logo on the other. And the only mm -hmm. way you get those is if you play golf with me in one of those events. So that's what's unique about that is so it's like kind of a little- Exclusive clothes, right, that's cool. Right, so it will help pay for more of those challenge coins when I need them. But that hole is gonna be fun because you know there's gonna be a lot of activity there and I'm gonna make a video of the shots from each group and whether if they beat me, then they can either take the money they bet against me, $5, just real something small, mm -hmm. or I have a table of donations that people gave me from, you know, local businesses here. Okay, if you donate, the, your choice, you get the $5 or you can go over there and pick a prize, which mm -hmm. is gift certificates to a restaurant or a sleeve of golf balls. The big or, golf or related, sure. Yeah, so it's going to be something that one's given back to the community from these people that donated at these businesses, so people you know, go to the restaurants and stuff like that. Or, you know, it's just a way for me to greet everyone and and, and document it. So there'll be a YouTube video coming out on, on all those par three shots there like that. That's going to be cool. Well, Steve, um, it's been a pleasure meeting you. Pleasure talking to you. I think it's uh, incredible what you do. And obviously, if you can ever get over to the UK, you'll have to let me know. We can we can play around together and do some videos. Yeah, that, that'd be awesome. I, you know, that 
I've had a couple people reach out like that, some firefighters, and they'll say, well, it's probably a far-fetched thing to get over there, but you, you never know. Hopefully I can grow this whole thing and I can do things like that. And uh, it, it's grown into I... something, I was going to say, it's grown into something I never expected it would be from a small little social media blitz to that pro reaching out to me to what it's grown into now. To me, it's pretty amazing. Um, and I just love continuing to network with someone like you, Alex, and, and getting the word out. That's the main goal. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't see it failing. It's just like a snowball effect once you, you know, you get in touch with the right people, as you obviously have done already with the YouTubers, the PGA, et cetera. And, you know, why would they not want to help such a great cause? So uh, I'm sure it'll, it'll be a snowball effect that will, that will keep getting better. So uh, all the best to you. And uh, I really can't wait to see it. Um, well, can't, can't wait to see it grow more than it already has. <laughs> so if I came over, where would we play? Tell me where Ooh, you want to take me. Um, I mean, was it, you mean your first time playing in the UK or the first time in the UK? It'd be the first time over there, yes. Ooh, I don't know. I think the obvious choice would, would have to be St. Andrews, wouldn't it? It would be. Um, yeah. That definitely would be. Whether we, whether we can get on the old course, I don't know. I'd have, to, I'd, have to try and, I'd have to try and meet somebody that can get us on there. I think it's um, very exclusive over there. Yeah, I was watching a show on that the other day and how to get on and all that. But what they have like what six other courses there, something like that on the property or Yeah, on, on that particular area, I believe there's a couple. But yeah, under the St. Andrew's name, there's there's quite a few different courses. I mean, any of them are incredible, but I mean, we've got a bunch of incredible courses here in, in the UK. Um, obviously, in Scotland, we've got loads in England. I mean, Northern Ireland has, has some incredible courses. Um, how's, your, how's your link style play? Would you, would you enjoy that style of play? Well, I just got back from Bandon Dunes, which well, is yes, modeled, yep. which is <laughs> modeled after that. And uh, I just have to adapt. I adapted out there okay, I think. So we had 30-mile-an-hour winds for two of the days, and it was kind of brutal. But uh, – Hey, it is what it is. I, I would love to enjoy the culture because I've never experienced it and that type of golf. So, yeah. Well, obviously, as uh, as soon as you as soon as you come over here, you let me know and uh, I'll I'll show you around and we'll we'll go for a round. Awesome. That sounds awesome. Incredible, Steve. So, just once again for everybody, if they don't already know who you are, it's Firefighter Golf on YouTube, Firefighter underscore Golf on Instagram, and just remind us one more time of the website where they can donate firstrespondergolf.org, which is the First Responder Golf Foundation's uh, website. That have been too long of a, of, a, of a website name to keep putting all of it there. But <laughs> yeah. uh, that's, that's how they can donate through a link. They can look at pictures from the PAR event that I had earlier this year and uh, continue to see it grow. As, as it grows, I hope to have links to uh, mental health places that they can reach out to people. But my whole thing was just about bringing awareness at first. You know, I have no problem sending someone to get help to the people that I've come in contact with. So that's grown into something I never expected. But it's all, it was all about the awareness anyway. And, and that's what I, I hope that it's done. Yeah. Well, Steve, again, thank you very much. Thank you for sharing your story and your time. And uh, we'll, we'll speak soon. Thank you very much. All right, Alec. Thanks for having me on your show. And I love you for doing that. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. I appreciate you too. All right. Take care. Thank you.